The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. You're listening to the Informed Traveler Radio Show. And we start our show this week getting some tips on returning to Canada from your vacation as far as customs and duties are concerned. To help us out, we're joined now by Jim Broadhead, owner of Pipestone Travel Store, who just happens to be traveling through the U.S. at the moment. Hello, Jim. Morning, Randy. So uh, where are you anyway? Uh, right now we're just outside of Little Rock, Arkansas. Very nice. And, and so what are you doing there? Well, we're on our way down to Texas to see our, our son. He lives down in the Houston area, so we're down there. We just thought, oh, I'll do a bit of a detour and see a few surrounding states before we get down there to the family obligations. Very good. Have you seen Bill Clinton yet? <laughs> no, but that is sort of, sort of on the touristy list, I think, when you go down there to drive by the, the Hinton household. So, yeah, we, we, might, we might slide by there. We'll see, what we see if, uh, if we're going to feel like a traveler or a tourist. When we there, so. Well, this is very timely then, because we were going to talk about uh, getting all your ducks in a row and all your uh, paperwork together when you're coming home from a trip. So there's some important things you have to get uh, all lined up, a lot of, especially when it comes to immigration and, and customs and all those things. But I guess it all also depends on where you're coming from, right? That's correct, yeah. There's a number of countries around the world that uh, still have uh, departure tax. Now, some of them, uh, if you fly into them, the departure taxes are generally just incorporated into the uh, airline ticket price. So if you go through an airline, mm-hmm. you know, by the, them guys, they'll have it just incorporated in that. But if you're traveling by land or sea or, uh, you know, those type modes of transportation, then sometimes there just is a... Uh, tax at the border, payable in local currency, which is a bit of a stickler for some people, that uh, you have to pay before they'll let you get out of there. Well, yeah, that's... <laughs> and they don't take credit cards, do they? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, generally all cash. And it'll it'll depend on uh, which which country you're at, mm-hmm. uh, how much... Uh, and some of them, they're, they're not any tax uh, applicable, so on our website, we've got a page that uh, links to that. It's called Departure Taxes. So oh, good. Go there and just link in there and see what country they're going to and see if it applies. So, uh, yeah, it's generally not as not as big a, uh, an issue anymore, but some of them um, put the uh, departure tax through as an airport improvement tax, and then at some point in time they just kind of rolled it all into one. So they're a little deceptive sometimes, but mm-hmm. uh, they just want to get their money out of you one more time before you leave the goods, before you leave the country. Yeah, exactly. So now what about uh, things like um, duties and those types of things? Yeah, well, coming home, there's a lot of um, misinformation around uh, personal exemptions, what some people think they can bring back or can't bring back, that sort of stuff. So it's always good to know sort of when you're coming back. So a lot of it varies on length of time you're away. Like if you're gone for under 24 hours, uh, there's no personal exemption uh, whatsoever. So you can't run across the border, pick up some liquor and tobacco and come back the same day and and think it's duty-free. Over 24 hours... um, between 24 and 48, you can't bring any liquor and cigarettes back duty-free. You have to pay the tax on mm-hmm. that on it. You can still bring it back. You just have to pay the tax. Mm-hmm. But then for 48 hours, you're good. And then if you're gone seven days or more, you're still allowed $800. Um, but then all the, all the alcohol and cigarettes that you bring, that you purchase there, must be with you when you come back across the border. Because some people will ship things home when they go for like oh. periods of time. Right? So yeah. if you bring anything alcohol and, and tobacco. It has to be with you. Now, you can ship anything else home that you wish, 
but you still need to declare that. You still you're still liable for whatever tax or duty might be involved there. So mm-hmm. that's the thing that you have to. Know. And that's not just coming back from the United States. That's coming back from anywhere after seven days. The eight hundred dollar exemption. That's correct. Yeah. Any 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 import uh, any entry into Canada. Now the thing about alcohol and that is that. When you're coming back, um, say, into the States, uh, through the States, if you're crossing at a border, um, say, Alberta, the legal age is 18, but if you're coming across into Ontario, it's 19. So you have to be of legal age in that province to bring back liquor. You can't say, well, in my home province, I'm only, you know, I'm only 18 years old, and I'm not allowed to have alcohol. You can't do that in Ontario. So that's one other little stipulation on the, on the alcohol. But any other um, thing where you're coming from other parts of the world? There is uh, limitations on the amount of alcohol you can bring back. Uh, like on a liquor, you can bring back uh, 1.14 liters, I believe it is, which is about a 40-ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, wine, you can bring back a liter and a half, uh, which is two 750-mil bottles. And uh, the beer or ale, you can bring back uh, 8.5 liters, which is uh, a <laughs> 24-pack of 30 regular cans of beer. So it sounds like a lot, but, I mean, well, it is a lot, actually. You're, um and then on the tobacco, you're allowed things like, you know, 200 cigarettes, yeah. 50 cigars, all that sort of stuff. Is there any, like, other than a Government of Canada website, like, does your website have all this listed on it? Uh, no, but we do have a link uh, to the to the website uh, that's on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing that gives people a little bit of uh, issue sometimes is they think that they buy things at the duty-free store, they don't need to claim them. Ah. Um, Basically, what you have to do is any monies that you spend outside of Canada on personal goods, you must declare that when you come across the line. Hmm. I guess the general rule of thumb is to just to de- declare everything and let them sort it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jim Broadhead, yeah. Pipestone Travel Store. Again, the website, pipestonetravelstore.com. You can find uh, some of those tips and hints on there. And enjoy your uh, trip down to Texas, Jim. Good. Thanks very much, Randy. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.